Welcome to NFT. I'm your host, Dr. Jeremy. Really excited to get into this episode with you where I chat with Endurance and Kayla G from Demon Party. Uh, I'm really excited about this project. 4,000 mint count, really beautiful art. And I think that they're, what they're building is uh, really needed in the ecosystem right now. So without further ado, let's hear from our sponsors, VinoVest, and then let's get into it with Kayla G and Endurance from Demon Party. Here we go. Fine wine has long been a cornerstone of wealth generation and preservation. The problem? Historically, it's been reserved for the ultra-wealthy. VinoVest is changing that. If you know me, you know I'm always looking for the next big player in the industry. I was amazed at how easy it was to get started in diversifying your investment portfolio. Wine has one-third the volatility of the stock market and has outperformed the global equities market over the past 30 years with 10.6% annualized returns, proving that the returns can be as robust as your favorite red. VinoVest makes it easy to acquire new investments equipped with a team of world-class sommeliers who evaluate wine and determine which ones will gain value over time. You own the wines in your portfolio outright. You can buy, sell, and even drink them whenever you want. Go to zen.ai slash nfteach to receive two months of fee-free investing on VinoVest. Be sure to mention that NFTeach is helping you save on two months of management fees. It's time to start investing with VinoVest today. Joining me on the Aspen guest line is none other than Endurance and Kayla G from Demon Party. Welcome. Hi, thanks for having us. Thank no, you. Uh, really excited to have you guys on. I found this project through my good buddy, Tim, who works um, at Aspen with me. He said, hey, here's some alpha. Check out this project. And usually like when he suggests something, I typically take note because um, he's got a good eye. Uh, and then I saw the amazing art from Kayla G. So, I mean, I don't know who wants to start about like the origin of the project. We'll get into everything uh, over the next half hour or so. So I don't know who wants, what is demon party? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll start. Uh, first of all, shout out to Tim, whoever Tim is. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> thanks Tim. Can't, yeah. Thanks Tim. Um, demon party is, uh, you know, we're an art first NFT project. Um, we really want to solve the problem of PFPs that look like they're drawn in 30 seconds. Um, and, you know, made by maybe Fiverr artists or, you know, people who are going for, for cash grabs. So, that's not, that's really, that's the core. Um, and we build kind of up from there in terms of, um, you know, the art leads the way. And from there, we're, we're exploring different things like storytelling. And we kind of want to revolutionize the way that NFTs, art and stories uh, combine in this new space. Yeah, that's cool. And and maybe some background on, on how, you know, Endurance, you and Kayla G came to be uh, the dynamic duo. Uh, oh man. Great event for this. <laughs> Absolutely. So I can't believe I'm about to say this. It always sounds weird when I say it, but I've known Kayla for a decade, which is crazy. I'm probably make, dating myself and aging myself, but um, Kayla, also, <laughs> I knew Kayla back, way back when um, I'm from the East Coast originally and uh, Kayla's in Providence now. I'm in LA. Um, and Kayla was actually the first piece of physical art I ever bought. It was at her 
show at a bar, I want to say. Yeah, it was like a weird pop-up show, uh, a bar that no longer exists. <laughs> Oh, yeah. it's, that's a collector's item now. I still have yeah, it. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, so, so Kayla and I have known each other for a while. Um, and I've been in the crypto space, you know, bought a little bit of crypto in 2014, you know, got really into it in 2017, got really, really into it in 2020, was involved in a, a failed NFT project in October 2020, which is like crazy to say, because that's like before the whole space blew up. Um, and then like basically saw in 2021 how crazy the NFT market was and how much how much this was like becoming the next thing in crypto and I've always loved crypto and I was like this is great I've also always loved um you know I've always I've always been a huge fan of like digital art and stuff like going way back when when I was like 12 I had like a stick death website you know I don't know if anyone remembers what that is I was designing aim buddy icons you know, back for the, yeah, well, instant messenger, RIP. Um, so I've always been super into like creating digital art, just putting it out there. Um, so when I, when I um, kind of, sorry, let me start over. So when I saw what was happening with NFTs, I was like, I want to do this and quickly realized, hey, you know what, Endurance, you're not that great at drawing. You should probably reach out to an artist um, and yeah, let's not fiver it, but let's, <laughs> let's get, get something you know, better, better quality art being created. I get it. Exactly. Exactly. Cause I, you know, I like, I love art. I mean, that's visual art is like kind of what I do and um, reached out to Kayla and she was like, Oh, I don't know what an NFT is, but okay. Um, and then a week yeah. later, Kayla, like, we talked again and she had already done a ton of research, listened to podcasts and I was like, Oh, cool. Like she's into it. So I'll stop there. Yeah. Kayla, like from a, a traditional artist perspective is someone who was creating art pre NFT, like, you know, from a physical, a physical modality into this digital, like what's been your take and did you have any qualms? Because I know it's quite polarizing from the traditional mm. art space about participating in the digital art space through NFTs. So what was sort of your process on deciding that this is something you wanted to do? Yeah. Um, actually, it was interesting because the first time I, I was like suggested to do NFTs or whatever was through somebody at work over the pandemic. And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, and then after Endurance brought it up, uh, and I started doing some research. It actually did appeal to me pretty much right away because uh, throughout, uh, I went to school for illustration. So throughout school, um, I had done digital art and just as like a practical sort of medium for an illustrator. Um, and when I learned about the NFT space, it was the first time I ever heard of digital art being taken as seriously as traditional art. So that's really what got me going. Um, and yeah, it wasn't really polarizing to me. As soon as I found out about that, I just kind of like was all in. So, yeah, I mean, we were, cool. we were discussing yesterday in our pre-call, like, um, that my former, you know, career was in education mm -hmm. and it, it's interesting because the, the predominant response from parents has been, you know, especially when I was in the middle East was like, don't let your kids, you know, do the arts, the arts aren't, oh, you can't make a living as an artist. And I think what we're seeing now is that like the creatives in in the web three world they have the ability to monetize their talents in a way that is is really really exciting and it, and it's sort of like mm -hmm. 
brings back that conversation of like, uh, actually, you know, if you have a talent, an artistic talent of some kind, uh, there is business required to, to still monetize it, but it's like a whole new world. It is a whole new world. It's crazy because I feel like, I think maybe it could just be because the space is so new. Um, but I feel like finding an audience and building a community in this space is much more, it moves so much more quickly than like web two or whatever. Like I've had a website forever. I've had Instagram forever. And it's just, you know, it's a real struggle, just kind of like getting momentum going. Um, and then as soon as entering this space, of course, I've had the help of endurance who knows the crypto space really well, but I just feel like people are so much more enthusiastic about it and very supportive and it's just a whole new world. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, um, I, art is very much of, you know, everyone has their own sort of aesthetic for what they like and what they mm -hmm. want to collect and what they want to, to view, even if you're looking at like physical art in a gallery, but like, um, the, the aesthetics of your art is just it, to me, it is, it's, it's just stunning. Like, I, I just love looking at it and every, the more I sort of dig deeper into some of the different art that you've made for this project in particular, the more I'm sort of just excited. And, and I just love what I see. I love to sort of from like a creative, a high level creative, you know, I'm looking at the roadmap right now, sort of de describe the, 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 the symbolism and the theme of the demon and what it means to you as the mm. artist. Yeah, so the whole concept behind the demons, I've kind of just, so I've used the demon motif in my work prior to um, to the project, just that's kind of the subject matter that came most, or it just became a reoccurring thing for me, I guess. Um, mostly because a lot of my work is, actually all of my work is uh, character driven. And so dissecting the different aspects of a personality became really important to me. And then that kind of evolved into those different in, or, uh, aspects becoming demons. Um, so that's kind of where that comes from. They kind of represent all the little nooks and crannies of a person that come together to create a whole. Um, and yeah, we're just kind of playing with that whole concept with this project. And everybody on the team, uh, when you go to the website, sort of has a demon listed yeah. You know, uh, by them. Uh, endurance. I'm trying to remember what yours was. Can you remind oh, mine's, me? Mine's, a, mine's depression, which is fun. Uh, Yay, depression. Yeah. yeah. You know, hey, listen, it's, it's everyone has, I think, you know, there's not a person out there that doesn't have a mental health struggle. Um, and if you don't, then I'm happy for you. Maybe well, a little and if, jealous, if you don't, but... COVID came to say, hey, buddy, let me help you out with that. I'm going <laughs> to exactly. isolate yeah. you from everything you know. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's got, I mean, it's the personal demon thing is, is really cool. And, mm. um, I think that was another thing that grabbed me. Like Kayla and I, Kayla and I had a lot of conversations like while we were first setting up the website and setting up kind of like the quote unquote brand. And as soon as she said that to me, I was like, Oh, that's really cool. I love that. And I think the most important part, you know, I just joked about, Hey, depression, not the most fun topic. Right. But Kayla's artwork is like, I forget how she says it better than I could, but it's like um, not taking yourself too seriously. Like we might be talking about something that's maybe kind of heavy or, you know, whatever personal demons, but it's okay to like you know, laugh about it and not take yourself too seriously. Yeah. I would be interested in, and I don't know who wants to take this question first, but like Kayla, I'm going to imagine that you sort of create the vision for the project, the concept, the high level creative for this. 
but like, I'd love to get an idea of what the process was as you were sharing that with endurance and like how that sort of collaboratively grew and, and, and what that whole process was like in general as an artist. Mm. Yeah. So in the beginning, uh, when I first started drawing the traits, I was kind of just pulling from my own, uh, you know, source of inspiration, which a lot of it, uh, comes from the natural worlds, um, you know, the endless amounts of like beauty and surprises that exist around us already. Um, and then a lot of it also as like, as the, the traits kind of evolved and we wanted to, um, you know, a huge part of it was focusing on, uh, having a very diverse set of traits, right? So if I ever got stuck or if I was, I had just like finished a set of traits or something, endurance would pop in and say, Hey, wouldn't it be really cool if we did something like this? Um, and then I kind of like would take that information and sort of do a rendition of that. And so it became a very like collaborative sort of, um, I don't know, <laughs> process, process. <laughs> but by the end of it, uh, but yeah, it was great. Um, and it was really helpful too. I've never really worked with somebody that was acting as like a, almost like an art director because most of what I've done has been very, uh, solo. So it was, it was really fun. Yeah. Like building, I, I would imagine that creating with someone, I, I mean, that's how I feel in my work with Aspen right now. I feel like we're on a team and we're vibing and creating together and we're making something that we're really passionate about. And that's just, um, you never really feel like you're working when you're doing that. You just sort of feel like even when challenges come up, like you're still like building this thing that you're deeply passionate about. So I have to mm -hmm. imagine as an artist, like kind of having a brother in arms to create with probably felt really dope. Like I don't have a better word for it than that. <laughs> no. Yeah. It's, it's definitely great because like, uh, I know some artists work really well with other people, but I'm very like solo <laughs> in my process. So it was great having endurance as like a sounding board, kind of just someone to bounce ideas off of that kind of a thing. So Kayla, do you think like the, the fact that you have that level or that length of relationship with endurance was part of what made this even possible? Like, do you think that like absent that relationship of 10 years that this would have been able to happen? Yeah, it probably would. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> not going to lie. I got um, you back. Don't even yeah. worry about it. You know, from day one, I think that was the conversation. It was like, yeah. hey, I'm going to help you. We're going to do this together kind of thing. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I mean, um, endurance, let's talk about the, the, you know, like it's clear that you've been in the space for a while. And it's clear that, you know, Kayla G is, is, you know, she's been onboarded into the space and we know that, you know, 90 to 95 to maybe even 98% of the projects in the space are total shit. Like, is, <laughs> are there, are there some specific pitfalls that you are like, Kayla, we cannot fall into this trap. Like, does anything jump out to you endurance that like, you just said, whatever we do, we're not doing X. I just love to know what that X yeah, is. Yeah, I mean, it would probably be easier to name the things that aren't pitfalls in NFT projects. I mean, there's just a million different ways you can mess up. I mean, uh, just really basic from the beginning. I was like, we can't have the set, you know, just so something as simple as like the number of traits in the set. You can't have the set look too similar. And there are a lot of great NFT projects out there with lots of traits, but when you look at them, they all just kind of look the same. So that was like step one, you know, get get the visuals lined up. And then there's other things too, like, you know, 
the the you know running the discord well making sure you build a good foundation in your community you don't want it to be too grindy you don't want yeah. you know to do all that stuff you want people to come into your discord and actually want to hang out and stay um which and you know and then it's like well should we buy followers should we pay influencers all those things that are so tempting when you're starting off with like zero i mean we started our discord and our twitter account in february with zero people <laughs> and you're sitting there at a certain point and you, you know, everyone wants linear growth. Oh, this week we gained another 50 this week, we gained whatever. And there are weeks when nothing happens and you go, well, who's, is anyone out there? Is this thing on, you know, you're tapping the microphone and uh, the, there's, there's so many, those are the moments when if you don't have a really solid plan, you can, you can fall into one of those pitfalls because it's tempting. Hey, if I just pay this guy a few ETH, he'll tweet about us, you know? Yeah. And it's, uh, yeah. I, I mean, I just identify with that so much. I mean, we we launched our utility token last Friday and, and we went through those same conversations, you know, ar- around like what our approach was going to be and would we engage influence? And we made the decision not to not do any OTCs or pre-sales prior to the token. Yep. Like, so I, I totally, totally like can like totally empathize with that and feeling the pressure of wanting it to be successful. But I'm going to be honest, part of what I think beyond the art being fucking awesome. Like the other part of this that I think makes this project unique is like, there's just a coolness to the two of you that like is not trying too hard that I think like you want people in your community that are like, you're trying to attract the type. Everyone's trying to attract the type of community where people are not in it to flip and get quick gains and get out, but they're into hold. And like, I think that the way that that happens is by creating uh, a community that you like to your point that you just want to be a part of. I think the apes did a really good job of that. I mean, mm-hmm. being an ape w- was a status symbol before it even took off. Like it was, you were part of a community that, that mattered. Um, and I think that like, I think that your approach of like, just not, not um, being shilly and gross and like not trying to, <laughs> not trying to like chase after it, I think that's going to serve you really well in the long run. And um, that's a distinguishable feature. And the fact that you're not minting 10K or 20K or 100K uh, assets. And maybe you want to talk about the collection size and sort of went went into the thought process there. Yeah, absolutely. And thank you. Thanks for all the kind words. I mean, it's you, you're, there's no roadmap, you know, we're talking about the roadmap for the project, but there really is no roadmap for running an NFT project. And it's been, it's been a long road and I, you know, it's, it's nice to see people kind of recognize that picking up what we're putting down, so to speak. Um, so yeah, so we actually started off with, we were going to do uh, 6,666 demons, you know, a little cute numerology there. And, <laughs> and, you know, we had, I, you know, kind of had the, the big dreams that we were going to do this and then we're going to release that and we're going to get this many followers and bam, we're going to launch in like, you know, six weeks or whatever crazy idea I had. Um, that's obviously changed. And one of the big things that, um, I've always believed in is you have to be able to pivot. And I think it was about, I think two weeks ago now, we decided to reduce our supply by about 40%. We're down to 4,000. Um, and we actually, you know, just to kind of prove we're, we're in it for the long haul. Um, some core team members actually reduced their take on the initial mint and that's going to the project fund to make sure that we can still afford everything that, that we, that we put out there. So 
um, we're pretty proud of that. And I think the response, you know, Hey, it got your attention, right? So <laughs> the response uh, has been pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It was one of the first things that got my attention, uh, about your project. And, and I mean, well, I mean, the art was the first thing, but beyond that, the fact I was like art, wow, this is really beautiful. Then it's like, Oh, they're not trying to cash grab and create as many as they can. Like also another positive sign. And then, um, getting to meet you guys and speak with you a bit, and then look into the in, into more of Kayla's art. Like it's just uh, something that that made me feel really Im, impassioned to to want to support and get behind. Um, yeah. But but you know I, I'd love to get your perspective, both of you. I mean, Kayla, you've you've been onboarded into the space, so I think like you have a really fresh perspective too because you're sort of just entering. Where endurance has the the scars probably across you know uh, several different parts of his body to show that he's been here for a while. <laughs> Yeah, like I guess my fundamental question is, people like people are really fucking impatient in this space. Like, I, I mean, I'm involved with one project that I love. Like, it is my favorite project in the space. It's a game. Super passionate about it, and the the community is is in it for the long haul. Um, but uh, like, how are you thinking through positioning this project to get past quick flip mentality? And to your point, you know, you mint out the 4,000, you have capital now to, to launch other projects and get other things going. Uh, like how, how do you view the ecosystem, especially with all of the, I mean, we can go back to Pixelmon and we can talk about this other deed and the, you know, the other, what is it? Other side moon. There's, there's just a lot happening in the space. So I'd be interested in both Kayla, your perspective as someone who's newer to the space, looking at how kind of fickle people are as collectors um, and how do in and endurance yours also? You can go first, Kayla. <laughs> <laughs> well, since I am still so new, uh, my perspective is pretty limited. Um, I mean, as far as like what my hopes are for the community post mint, um, I really hope to, you know, maintain engagement with people and keep everybody excited for what's coming next. Um, I really, really hope that you know, this continues to grow because we do have some big plans as far as like bringing more narrative aspects into the project. So there's definitely going to be some fun directions we're taking it in. Um, but I have noticed, you know, just with like new people, just even popping into the discord or whatever, everybody immediately asks like, when are we minting? One minute, one minute, but like, <laughs> whitelist, whitelist. let's like get to know each other first for a sec. <laughs> let's say hi or something first. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. It's, it's kind of funny, you know? And like, once people chill out a little bit and see that like, nobody's really trying to, you know, move too, too quickly in our server, at least we're just kind of hanging out and chatting and like going with the flow. Then people kind of either leave or they mellow out and actually engage, which is nice. That's the goal. So Endurance, what about your perspective on that? I love this question personally because <laughs> it's so it's so interesting. So you you have a game project you like, right? So yeah. is there any game studio on the planet that can release a game in a year? There's, no, I mean, absolutely Activision, not. <laughs> Activision does it, but they have three game studios working for them. You know, uh, so uh, I it's like the expectation is so high, and you know, when you're, when you make a game or a show or anything, you're not just competing with the other crypto games. You're, you're now competing with Epic games. You know, when you make a show, if you want to do a, a streaming platform, you're competing with YouTube and Netflix. So it's like, it's such a tall order 
um, to, to achieve these, I hate to say it, crazy, some of these crazy roadmaps you see out there that have like, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. It's like, I would love to see what happens in six months, not because I'm, you know, a curmudgeon, but because that's a, that's crazy. Like the bet, the biggest game studio on the planet can't put a game out every year. They only, the only way they can put a game out every year is they have three game studios working for them. Yeah. So, I, let's stay here wild. for a second endurance yeah. because you know, I, I think in, and especially with your background in particular, like I think that part of it is that using the NFT as a, as like a, a capital, mm-hmm. you know, a crowdsourcing, me- a crowdfunding mechanism, I should say, not crowdsourcing, a, a, you know, yeah. that's part of it, right? Because these people view it as like, we're your investors. We, we've, we've bought, you know, we've bought into your project. So when are you producing us returns? And I've been thinking a lot on the game side that I think that the way it's going to have to go on the gaming side in particular, and maybe with a lot of projects is that you're going to have to mint for free and say, Hey, be one of our alpha testers, be one of our Mm -hmm. community evangelists. We're going to give you this Genesis NFT for free. You have to do X, Y, and Z to to qualify, to get it, play the game, test it, whatever. And then Mm -hmm. like, then the community is invested in creating value for that NFT, you know, versus, when moon, when moon, when moon, uh, it, and, and like, I, I think that the mint millions are a huge part of the problem because, you know, and, and that stuff moons that shouldn't moon is another yep. huge part of it. Like it, it makes the space kind of look stupid, um, uh, mm-hmm. and silly, you know, when the Kevin meme can be like the number one, uh, grossing NFT project <laughs> in a week, like, and, yeah. and it's sucking liquidity out of the market. Like that's a real issue. I, I, so I actually, it's, it's interesting you say that. So I think I, I skew more towards like Floyd Mayweather's sixth or seventh NFT rug is bad for the space. Um, but I think something like the Kevin, I mean, Pixelmons that raised like what, $70 million or something yeah. crazy like that. But the Kevin thing was interesting because it became, and this speaks to the nature of crypto, I think it became a meme. It became a cultural object of significance. So I do think like, I skew more to like, um, I'm, I'm okay with Kevin being kind of a thing. You know, it's a butt of the joke, so it's worth money versus something like Floyd Mayweather, who's like, oh, yeah, you can't I even mean, send out boxing gloves <laughs> to no, this community. A hundred percent. And, and like, I think my, my bigger perspective on the Kevin meme thing is that like, uh, I put out a tweet last night and I said, mm-hmm. okay, vote. Like, would you, do you think a mint of, 10,000 pieces of fake like other side land that just had a Kevin as the coda on it. Do you think it would mint out? 80% of people said they thought it would mint out, which was like insane to me. Like that. (laughs) And then I see really high quality projects, not mint out um, that, that have lore and have good art, not as good as this, uh, (laughs) but like, you know, they had, they're ticking the boxes, you know, they're not being, lazy about what they're doing. They have a great deal of care. Their mint price isn't exorbitant, you know, but like that's the part of it that is like, it it is really fascinating to me. And I just wonder where it's going to go. And so you're, you guys are coming in at like kind of like a really interesting time to launch a project. And what I see from someone who literally lives and breathes this on a daily basis is beyond the stunning art, like you've thought through sort of the climate of now and how you're approaching collection size, mint price, and, and these things. And I think that uh, 
that was, again, that was a trust signal to me to say like, let me look deeper into this. This looks interesting, you know? Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I don't know. No, it's, it's, I'm so glad it's, it's nice. There's, here's the nice thing about this space. And I will say this, I mean, there's a lot of like shysters and, you know, things like that, but if you do, I will say like, if you're a creator or someone listening to this, like if you do good things, if you treat people well, if you make the right choices, if you just by virtue of the decisions you make show that you're not a cash grab or something like that, like people do notice. And I think that's, that's super cool. And like our, a lot of like our marketing manager was someone we met, we met in a Twitter space from a different project, you know? So um, like it's the community aspect is real. I know like every project that's like on the buzzword list now you see, right? Like community utility token, like, but it is, it is real and it's super cool to um, it's super cool to see. And I, I would say also like, the the climate like it is very strange right now and you know everyone's like bear market and they're expecting maybe a black swan event um you know on the charts you know i'm, I'm a reformed shitcoin trader so I, I i do always look at the charts um but but i think in terms of like what we have planned like the the everything that we're gonna do like it has to any decision you make and i, I do see a lot of projects make this mistake every decision you make everything you launch after mint, pre-mint, whatever, has to be designed to give value, I'm using air quotes, value, back mm -hmm. to the people who minted your original set. The holders need to benefit from things. If you go and do something that doesn't benefit them, that's great. That's, well, okay, yeah. Let, let's stay here again for a second because yeah. my I think the best delivering team in the entire space is the Wanderers team. I don't know if you're familiar with that project, but literally every single thing they've created has been fucking awesome. It is, it's like tons of intricacy and in design and detail. It never moons. It it's, it's like the, it's like a stable coin wanderers. Like it literally <laughs> they've created PFPs. They've created their own planets for holders. They've done all this cool lore. The art is really awesome. Like um, it was one of the first animated NFTs that I saw sort of. Mm -hmm. um, and if you've not seen it, it's like you're in the cockpit of like a spaceship and it's like an eight second loop with these different traits going on. But I guess my, my point being is like, I'm never interested in selling that. Even if it went to zero, I'm not really interested in selling that just because like, I like having it in my wallet, but I do feel like I, we have not gotten to the enough wallets in the space yet that I mean, would I love to make profit? There are projects that I buy specifically to try to flip. Like I have no real interest in participating in their community, could care less. Like, but it's because then it funds me to go heavy into projects that I really believe in, you know? But I don't feel like there's enough people who are are sort of thinking about like, I want this in my wallet forever. There's, there's so much of, you know, uh, flipper mindset. Like, mm. how do you market? Like, how do you market a project when you're really looking at trying, you want to derive value for people, as you mentioned, but you, yep. you also don't want people coming and going like a, like a, you know, a, a spinning door in your community. You want holders. So I don't know. I, I'd love to get both of your perspectives on like, what does that look like? Yeah. Wait. Kayla, I feel like I've been talking a lot. Do you want to go, do you want to go first? Like, Cause I, I have an answer. <laughs> I actually, this is something, this is something I think about a lot. So. Oh, okay. Well, you can give your answer. It's fine. Okay. Well, this yeah. is purely from, not from an, as an artist, right? So take this with a grain of salt, right. but yeah. the dirty secret in my opinion in these NFTs is that 
the flippers and the collectors need each other. Like there's not, like you can't have a successful collection that has low volume and you can't have a successful collection that just the floor price, the floor price just goes to zero, right? You need people who are holding, but you need the volume and the flipping and you, you have to, you know, kind of cater to both people. I think flipping is kind of seen as like a dirty thing in NFTs, but like the market cycle is going to be the market cycle. You look at any chart, there's that kind of euphoric run and then it, there's a blow off top and then there's kind of a, a big drawdown and all the people who bought the top capitulate and say, man, screw this project. That's a rug or whatever. And then as long as us as a project, we're continuing to build and continue to release stuff. All of a sudden it starts to trickle back up. The holders are holding, we've attracted the right people. And then the, that same person that came in late and bought the top and sold the bottom comes in late again and buys another top and says, oh man, I, <laughs> I keep doing this. Uh, so like, I, that's, that's my personal opinion. on I think it's, it's healthy to have flippers and, and collectors. Hmm. Kayla, I'm going to throw a different question to you because mm-hmm. I feel like I want to, from, from an artist's perspective and from a creative's perspective, how do you, like, what's the value add for you as an artist to create NFTs, to make art in this way? Like what's sort of the hope of, of how it evolves over time from a collection of 4,000 into some of the other aspects in your roadmap that, that you'd like to see happen as a creator? Um, so, I mean, I guess, first of all, I wouldn't really have the opportunity to pursue some of the things or even consider pursuing some of the things that we do have on our roadmap without this project. Um, or with or without the type of funding that NFTs can bring to artists. Um, also, like a little side note, I wanted to pop in and say that with regards to like holders and flippers or whatever, oh, as well, uh, from an artist perspective, I want to say that I feel like they're the more artists who are onboarded into the space who are like art first, you know, crypto second, like myself, um, there will be more holders because as artists, this gives like this is you know, our first, for a lot of artists, our first opportunity to be collectors. Uh, It's much, much harder in the real world for like, you know, other artists to collect other people's work. Um, So I find that this is a a great opportunity for artists to kind of like be on both sides now, um, which is another thing that I wouldn't be able to do without this space. So it's kind of cool. That's a great point. Like the the ability to collect Mm -hmm. and, and, and the ability to collect, you know, in this way, um, it is really great for people who just love art in general. And um, I think that seeing those wallets grow and and more art collectors break through the crypto barrier, because I mean, I think that's a real part of this too. I think we haven't talked about this at all on this call, but like crypto is still not easy. If you've not dealt with it, it's not like yeah. the most intuitive thing to like go to an exchange and get your MetaMask and gas. None of this is really intuitive. Yeah, so, it's terrifying. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I think that like, you're right. Like the more artists get into the space and especially if they have followings around their physical art, like moving it to this digital space, the accessibility and the part that about this space that's always excited me the most is that it creates a more equitable platform for artists in lesser developed countries to be creators and participate equitably mm-hmm. uh, in the creator economy where, you know, uh, like if you're someone who's in a lesser developed, more isolated country, you're pretty limited in your sort of creative outlets. And if so, you're trading against your own currency 
and it's not necessarily the best situation. So, I mean, so I think, the, I think like that, that part of this is something that from, you know, a collector side, maybe people don't think about, but from, for me who was living in the Middle East and dealing with people from all over the world, like it's something that's very front of mind for me. Mm, absolutely. I feel like, you know, the, how broad the audiences are, like even in our discord, we have people from all over the world and it's crazy um, to think about. So like being able to talk to other artists or like newer artists, which I get to do pretty regularly in our discord when I do live draws or whatever, it's, it's just kind of cool to just be able to encourage other artists to do this kind of thing, because it is, you know, a brand new opportunity that really does kind of like level the playing field for a lot of people, which is really it's, it's insane to me. That's probably my favorite part about this so far. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that's super awesome. We're mm-hmm. going to wrap up. Um, Kayla G, Endurance, any last words you want to get out before we uh, we, we go to close today? I uh, just want to say it's been a pleasure to work with Kayla on this project. Mm-hmm. She is a machine. She doesn't brag enough about how good she is and how much work <laughs> she puts out. So it's been super fun to work with her and be her art director. And yeah, I, uh, mm-hmm. I can't wait to see what we'll mid soon. Trademark, you know? Uh, and, uh, well, uh, yeah, thanks for having us on. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, I'm a fan. I'm looking forward to minting. Uh, I, I noticed on Twitter, a lot of our company is following, um, the demon party account now because of <laughs> Tim. So shout, oh, out, shout out to Tim. Tim. Yay, yeah. Tim. Yep. 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 Uh, I, I'm sure he's in your server. We can talk about that later and you can, cool. you can greet him, but, um, uh, just a real pleasure to, to, get to know you guys uh, over the past couple of days and to try to be a small part of sharing your story and get people excited about what you're dropping. Um, we don't have confirmed mint date yet, correct? Correct. Okay. So, you know, stay tuned to Twitter. Their, their Twitter account is demon party NFT. And I think it's discord.gg slash demon party. Correct. That is mm-hmm. correct. Yeah. Cool. So get more information there or just watch my timeline. Cause I'll be tweeting about it until <laughs> mint so uh kayla g endurance thanks so much for joining today thank you thanks for having us i hope you enjoyed that episode with kayla g and endurance from demon party check out their information i left it in the show notes for you learn more about what they're building great exciting project ahead uh, as always thank you so much for listening we'll be back with another episode of nft next week you know the drill take care of yourselves and each other peace <laughs>